What's more important, love or money? <laughs> okay, I know that's a dramatic way to start the show. Obviously, most of us are going to answer money. No, I'm just kidding. Most of us are going to answer love. So in this specific situation, he has a chance to make $50,000 in just a couple of weeks. But by doing so, it could put a huge strain on his relationship. Is it still worth it? You can decide today with Ask My Mom. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast that we do every day with my mom. Today, by the way, the 29th of September. Three principles on this show. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. First, before we get started, I want to send a lot of love to people in Florida right now. I know we got some Florida fam that Ooh. listen to this podcast and I can't imagine how, I, as, as of recording, it's actually touching ground right now. Ian's actually touching ground. So, you know, we don't really know a ton and I'm sure that we'll have by the time this podcast is even released, a lot will have changed, but, um, mm. it just was not looking good no. um, at time of recording. Um, mom, do you have any thoughts on, on the storm before we get started? Well, you know, Jim of course is watching it all the time and, you know, it's moving pretty quickly and, uh, I just hope that it doesn't stall, you know? That that once it starts, it moves through and it doesn't just pound areas for days because that is so devastating. Um, so I hope everyone takes care in the, in the storm and goes to their safe place, wherever that is, and yeah. just hunkers down until it's over. I you know, talked to my friend Margo in North Carolina today, and I called my friend Joel, who lives in Fort Lauderdale, and he said, you know, they... Joel said they've ridden this out so many times that, right? You know, they kind of know what to do. And um, you know what's so, crazy is when I lived in I lived in Florida for seven years total, right? Uh, five uh -huh. years in Panama City, and then two years in um, Tampa. Uh -huh. And I never experienced like a real hurricane. Yeah, like we get some storms. The worst thing I experienced in Florida was well, the crazy people. But then after that. It was the um, – that was a joke, by the way. Uh, it was the oil spill that happened in 2008 oh, yeah. or whatever because I was in, cool. up in the Gulf, and that was pretty scary. But we have storms come, You know, we, we hear about storms heading our way, but it just never directly hit while I was there. But I think they said something today like there's only been – I think it actually touched down at a Category 4, but mm -hmm. it was like two miles an hour short of – at one point being a category five at mm -hmm. landfall. Mm -hmm. So if it was a category five, it'd be only one of, uh, it'd be one of three in the right. last, I forget how many years, but anyway, yeah. we're, you're not here for a meteorology update. You're mm -hmm. just here to know like we, we got a cool family that listen to this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I know that if you can send some positive thoughts and yes. just take a couple seconds right now to think about people in Florida and let's send some love because I think that can actually do a lot of good. Yeah, absolutely. Florida and every everyone else in the track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mom, let's talk about your birthday because, you know, we were off technically yesterday. That show was pre-recorded a day early because you spent the day uh, up in my brother's woods, which I know sounds really crazy. And it is <laughs> kind of crazy. In case you don't know, my brother bought 700 acres of land in North Georgia and... <sighs> 
is creating this like yoga meditation outdoor experience. So whenever I hear that any of my family other than my brother's going, I'm always very curious of mm-hmm. what actually went down. Cause you didn't even know what you were going to do. Did you? No, it was all a surprise. So what was it? It was beautiful. So first of all, Maggie came out Monday night and, um, she spent the night so that she could drive me My sister, me by the there. way, in case you're new. Mm-hmm. She could drive me there because it's a two-hour drive. So that was lovely. I didn't have to drive. I could just yeah. chill with them for a couple of, with her for a couple of hours. And we got there uh, about lunchtime, and he had um, gotten a lovely lunch. Of course, everything basically is outdoors except at the end when we were in the yurt. But um had this wonderful lunch from this great bakery in Rome, and I'll we, tell you what. Let's just let's just get to like the meat of it. We, we don't need like a play that. by play. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got there and want, I took seventeen want, steps, and then at eleven forty, people get on to me because they're like, "You you speed your mom through things sometimes," and I'm like, <laughs> "I have to. I promise you, if I don't, y'all, you got to remember she's seventy years old. So like, <laughs> the podcast wouldn't be four I just, hours long. <laughs> I, I know when I start to like." doze off a little bit. I know that y'all are starting to doze <laughs> off a little bit. So that's when I'm like, okay, let's just get to like the meat of this. Okay. What was like, give me so, the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to know about the, the wonderful bakery. So then, <laughs> I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. Yes. I appreciate the sentiment because yes. I know it means a lot to you, but yes. and for if all any, of us I, that weren't there to enjoy the, the lovely bakery. <laughs> and then uh, Brian did this really fun thing where he put a mattress in the back of his truck and Maggie and I sat in the back and he drove us up to the top of the mountain. And it was so much fun. He had music playing back there. And oh my gosh, I don't think we have ever laughed so hard. We laughed all the way up there. And of course, the terrain is really bumpy, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't sound fun at all. Like, I remember when like- we rode up there, I felt like I was sick the whole time. I know. It felt like he was going 50. He was really going like 10 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we got so tickled because I kept sliding down on the mattress. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie, Maggie was dying laughing. And at one point she said, she said, mom, are you having fun? I said, this is hysterical. I love this. And she said, you know what? No matter what it is we do, when you do it with us, you love it. I love yeah, this. I that's love true. This. It's so true, but it's but it's true. I do love doing things with y'all. So then we got to the top of the mountain, and we had some forest therapy up there. We just sat and there. What does and that mean? When you say forest therapy, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Because I don't even really quite understand what that well, means. Well, this was very limited. I mean, we sat. What it, what we did was we sat in silence um, in different little areas apart from each other for about fifteen or twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and just experience nature, whatever mm-hmm. it was. You know, the sun was beautiful and there was a nice breeze blowing. It was a gorgeous day, gorgeous day. So we did that there. And then we went down the mountain to another little area called um, Fernland. There's a gazillion beautiful ferns by a creek. And we had another session of just being silent for 15 or 20 minutes. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then we had a birthday cake that the same woman that made the lunch had made. And back we to the bakery. Back to the bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, and we sat there and on a blanket and enjoyed that. It was so, so fun, so delicious. And then to end the day, this was the best part. We went um, back to base camp and 
That's where the yurt is. And uh, there was a woman there to do a sound bath with us. Have you ever done a sound bath? No. <gasps> so what does that mean? I don't really oh. think I even quite. I, I, it's like different tones, right? Oh, yeah. Or is that yes. with the bowl? Is that where they hit the bowls in the thing? Yes. And then it, yeah, okay. Yes, yes. So, you know, we all had our own little little mat, and we stretched out with a pillow behind our head and a blanket, and um, it was so gorgeous. The wind was blowing through there, and it was just, oh, the most beautiful day. And this woman played singing bowls. She had chimes. She had this really cool machine that sounded like water when she yeah. moved it. Yeah. Um, and we just experienced that, and she had cacao. Warm cacao for a drink that we yeah. enjoyed. It was, oh my God, it was wonderful. I'm just they, wondering how most people are digesting this story right now. I'm uh, just wondering if you're like, this sounds cuckoo as hell. Like I can, <laughs> I guess I'm used to it because, because even like when I'm listening to it, I'm like, mm, oh God. I don't know. I don't know if I'm sitting in, in the, my, my brother has his forest therapy license. Yes. And then like when, when like I ask anybody that's done it, like what, like, I just go sit in the forest for 15 minutes. And I'm like, do we need a license for that? Mm, well, <laughs> like, if, you, if you do the full experience, it's, you know, it can be anywhere from an hour to half a day. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but it but, is beautiful. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. But all in all, it was a good birthday. And then Brian brought me home. Well, so good. I had two hours with him. Um, so all the way how, home. Any reflections on your 70th birthday that you had on the actual oh, day? Gosh. I was just so thankful to be alive and well yeah. and able to have that experience, you yeah. know, to just be outdoors and to hike around and, you know, do all the things you need to do. And, oh, sure. my goodness. It I'm was, glad. I'm it glad was it was good. Wonderful. It doesn't sound as good as a trip to New York, but, you know, not <laughs> well, that we're judging it. who gave who a better experience. <laughs> If we had it's a to. different experience. <laughs> if we had to say who gave their mom a better experience this year, I mean, we had that, to. That New York trip was awesome. Yeah, then I maybe, uh, maybe but I might Maggie just let is, the Maggie is absolutely right. Anything I do with any of you, I absolutely love it because I no, love you so much. You're always easy to please. That's why I, I, oh. my mom's the only person that I don't get anxiety when she comes to visit because mm -hmm. I. I used to have a really bad host anxiety. I don't like people come visit. I feel like I'm I'm on and I've got to be like, you know, master of ceremonies for <laughs> X amount of time and have, have uh -huh. a plan and make sure they're not bored and make sure they're, you know, fed and hmm. watered. And like, it's just, it's just a lot, a lot of keep a lot of, a lot of anxiety. Um, <laughs> my mom though, my mom can literally just sit on the porch all day and like, hmm. that's it. That's all. That's really all you got to do. And it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Just sit there with Kiki in my lap and yeah. just be happy camper. Yep. Yes, I love it. Okay, I got a documentary for you guys to watch. And I can't remember who told me to watch this, but I can't even believe this thing actually existed. No. We were talking last week about the fear of the animatronic creatures at Showbiz Pizza, right? Right. And how that one of my, some of my like childhood darkest times were thinking about having to go to Showbiz Pizza, which West Coast people, you guys learned a lot. Um, you guys had Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. East Coast had showbiz pizza and they were both failing. So they had to kind of merge to make it work. So Chuck E. Cheese was the brand that actually ended up sticking, but just pictures of your West Coast. You can just, you can picture exactly which, what um, showbiz pizza was, but it was like the animatronic show they had, which do they still have that by the way? Anybody been to a Chuck E. Cheese? I'm sure some of y'all got kids. I know they still have them in San Diego. I'm sure they still have them in other cities too. 
where mm, I don't uh, see any around here, but I mean, or anywhere around Illinois <laughs> that I go. You guys have wildflowers. Certainly not in Dawsonville. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so I, that's you. You can visualize. I just don't know. They still do the animatronic shows at Chuck E. Cheese. Like, is that still a thing? Anyway, that was like some of my worst memories because Showbiz Pizza had this giant gorilla <laughs> that was just scary. Like, it wasn't even friendly looking. Uh-uh. So, literally. I'd walk in this place and like I was there for like the games and I was there for the pizza and like the drinks and the prizes and all that. But I was not there for that show. <laughs> that show would literally mortify me. And there'd be time periods where like the curtain would be closed, right? The animatronic curtain would be closed. And that's like when I knew it was safe to like go over there. Right. But then like it would start to like gear up and I'd be like, nope, we're out. We're out of the dining <laughs> area. We got to go. We're not. We're not staying here for this. Do you remember even the curtain opening was scary? Everything was scary. It was terrifying. (laughs) The whole thing was. Anyway, so I had a message from one of you. Forgive me now because it's been it's been over a week now um, that there is a documentary about that animatronic band. Mm. Literally, there's a a documentary. It's called The Rock of Fire. I didn't know that. First of all, I didn't know the band had a name. Oh, no, me either. The band's name was The Rock of Fire Explosion. Oh. Okay, so now we're learning a lot today. And <laughs> what's this documentary is about, and you can watch it on YouTube. Um, it's a little over an hour, but like it's so weird and nostalgic because basically not only does it go through like the showbiz pizza, that's how I learned. And actually showbiz pizza was killing it for a while. Like apparently like mm. it was like, but they were, they were built too big, too fast. Oh. And so they couldn't really, I can't believe I'm doing a full background on showbiz pizza right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> See, you talk about me. I know. I'm sure people are going to sleep now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure some of you guys would rather hear about the forest therapy um, <laughs> and the bakery. Um, so, so they yeah, anyway. So, the, basically, what this really focuses on, though, is that once Showbiz and Chuck E. Cheese merge, and this is a very it's it's a pretty low budget documentary. It's not it's not don't don't go in expecting to see like Blackfish. Okay, <laughs> so that they had to take the the rock of fire explosion characters out of the showbiz pizza and they replaced them with the Chuck E. Cheese characters. Well, what in the world do you do with a bunch of animatronic characters? Well, there's like this weird cult following of the rock of fire explosion. And like these people are still like obsessed with it. And like they bought it. Yeah. And like they bought some of them and they they like set them up like in their like this guy had like a barn and like uh-uh. he set it up in his barn and they're like they literally like have so much showbiz pizza and rock of fire explosion uh merchandise that they have. It's like this cult fan group You're of this kidding. fake band that never really existed in the first place. It is but you have to imagine not only that but the guy that created the whole band. It's like <laughs> think Tiger King characters <laughs> oh, okay uh-huh. like, not as extreme as tiger king characters but like <laughs> you know there's people that's obsessed with animatronics you you kind of know what you're getting yourself into right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's it's worth the watch it's not great but it's it's just like what like <laughs> what is happening like they, these are these people are just it's just it's different types of people <laughs> it's a fun watch though it's called rock of fire explosion and it's on youtube so you can go go watch that this weekend neat um, I, let's see. Okay. So I found this TikTok mom and I wanted to get your, your two cents. My mom's been married now for 50 years and I'm back in therapy right now. And I'm kind of working on my views 
of romantic relationships, Mm -hmm. which is not necessarily traditional for the rest of the world, right? Like, I just don't know what it looks like. I just don't want to get back into a relationship to say, like, I'm in a relationship, you know? Uh And I just don't want to get married again because, quote unquote, that's what you do. Uh That's the last thing that I want to do is fall back. Because, you know, like, ever since my divorce, I've been, like, kind of questioning everything. Of like, Mm -hmm. why do I do the things that I do? Mm-hmm. And why did I just get married before? Well, because you just got married. Like mm-hmm. you found you found somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And you get married, and that's just what you do because that's in our society just what you do, right? So my mom, who has been married now for fifty years, I found this TikTok, and I wanted to get your two cents on soulmates. Hmm. Because I think right now what I'm doing is I'm looking for a soulmate. Like I'm looking for my mm. one person and like, I'm not going to settle until I find somebody that's a hundred percent in that box. So mm. here's this woman. Her name is uh, Dr. Kathy Nickerson and she's on TikTok as Dr. Kathy Nickerson. She has a lot of good, good like relationship advice. Uh, but anyway, this is about soulmates. Listen, stop looking for your soulmate. There is no perfect person. There is no perfect relationship. If you're looking for your soulmate, your twin flame, or the perfect person, you're going to be lonely a really long time. I'm not saying settle and, you know, just shack up with anybody. But I am saying pick a person that has a problem package you think you can deal with. Everybody has a problem package. Find somebody that you think you can grow with somebody that you like, that you respect, somebody that you think is going to be a good partner to you, that's going to stick with you through good times and bad, because you don't find your soulmate, you grow your soulmate. That soulmate happens over many, many years of trying and difficult situations, and you grow towards each other. Okay. Mom, married 50 Uh, years. Yeah. Thoughts on that? Like, would you say that dad is your soulmate? Well, now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but not for a long time. Not for a long time. I mean, I think she's exactly right on. Why do you Why do you think you married dad in the first place? I think that's kind of interesting. Like, why Why do you marry the person that you married? Like, yeah. what, like yeah. what, what was it that was like, this is it? Because I've already told y'all. Like, my ex-wife was like a, I mean, we, had, we were, we, and I always stand by this. Like we always had a good friendship. Like we mm-hmm. all, we had fun together. Like uh-huh. we were very similar when it came to just, we we're kind of introverts and like, she made me laugh a lot. And, uh, we, we enjoyed, we, you know, we liked going to the movies and we liked, you know, uh, that's about it. Um, we, didn't, we didn't <laughs> like, like, like to like lay around and watch TV a lot. We just, we just enjoy, we had very similar lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was also like a status symbol because I had this woman that I, uh, didn't think was obtainable in my previous life. Mm-hmm. And so to me, I think that's why I got married. So let me ask you first, why do you think you got married to dad? Yeah. Well, I know that now after having gone through so much therapy, but um, you have to remember that my mother died when I was 17 mm-hmm. and, and I was devastated by that. And after she died, you know, we were in a, a pretty traditional family where my mother took care of the house Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't work some with my dad, but she took care of the house and, you know, she prepared the meals, blah, blah, blah. And so after my mother died, I automatically 
assumed that role from my father and my brother. Mm-hmm. And it was it was totally unconscious. It was just that I knew how to do those things, and I was the quote unquote female, and I did them. So when I married your dad, I mean, I I did fall in love with him. I, I loved him, and I thought he was a wonderful man. And you know, I didn't think much about what kind of a life we'd have together. I knew that he would take good care of me, and he was a good person, and all that. Um, because I was so young and so naive. But I really think that the reason I married him when I did was to have a graceful way to leave home mm. and not feel the responsibility for my brother and my dad. And Some may say that's a smidge unhealthy. Ah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but truly, though, you know, I don't think that's a. Uh, it, can you now, in hindsight, say that's probably not a great reason to marry somebody oh, because you're no. trying to get out of the it's house? A ter- okay, it's a, yeah. it's a terrible reason to marry. Yeah. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Making sure we're on the same page here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So then, where does soulmate come into this? Because you said, you said he is your soulmate. So mm-hmm. like, you would. You, I don't. So when you met Dad, you weren't just like, okay, you're my soulmate. No. He was just kind of like the way out. <laughs> oh no, no, not at all. In hindsight. So yeah. when do you think when do you think that your partner becomes your soulmate then? Because I think I'm looking. I want to. I want it to be up front. Like give it to me mm-hmm. up front. I don't want to mm-hmm. work for it. Like because I don't know that <laughs> I'm ever going to achieve that with somebody. How am I, think, I supposed to know? I think it was after we separated, and and went through therapy, and I and I saw him differently, mm-hmm. and and he was in fact different. I mean, we both learned a lot about ourselves during that three years, and um. Three years of therapy, six months of separation. But I think after that, we really did sort of grow into a soul relationship. And it's based on, you know, the experiences that you have together. I mean, you have your children together, you go through, you know, life trials together and, you know, uh, losses of family and friends and, you know, all those experiences of your life. Yeah. As the as your person, sort of bond you together in a very unique way. But you believe that though that I don't think you look for a soulmate, and I don't. You believe, you that, believe that you create instantly. the soulmate. I, I believe it happens. Okay. Yeah, and maybe not always, but yeah, you know, yeah. All right. So I think well, she. I, I think that woman is right on. I would genuinely like to know too, for everyone that's married, listening to the show. Like, do you feel like? You met your soulmate or was your soulmate created? And if you didn't marry your your soulmate, mm-hmm. like if you didn't marry your soulmate, right? If you're not like, oh, I met this person. They're my soulmate. Boom. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's the stories that I hear that I like romanticize. I'm like, okay, I got to look for this person then, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, then when, like, like, why did you marry him then? Like, what mm-hmm. was it where you're just like, okay, I'll marry you? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just genuinely curious about, about this. And I feel like I kind of use you guys as an opportunity to kind of figure out relationships, especially those that have been married for a while or even not a while, those that have made the commitment though. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? So right. you can uh, call 888-Kramer8 or you can always go on the certified fans page, comment over there. You can text me, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. All right, mom, let's do our quote for today. Okay. It's from Benjamin Franklin. If man could have half his wishes, he would double his troubles. So mm. think about that when your soulmate <laughs> Look yeah. what happened. First time. Yeah. Mm, right? That's everything you wished for. You got it. I saw a um 
I don't remember where this was. I don't know if this is a video online or some video I was watching or whatever. I'm talking about manifestation. Mm. Um, and this woman, she was, she was kind of some kind of spiritual leader. And the question was asked, do you believe in manifestation? And she goes, I absolutely do. The problem is you better be really careful what you manifest mm. because you're going to get it. Like you're going to yeah. get it. So Ooh. she's like, I, I think that manifestation mm. is very, can be very dangerous mm-hmm. if you're not actually asking for what's in your best, your highest and your best for your life. Right. Yeah. Um, and you don't always know what that is. Well, it's like lottery winners. Think about that. Mm. Like, wouldn't it be nice to win the lottery? Honestly, like on, on surface level, wouldn't it be, yes. wouldn't all of us be so much happier if we just won the lottery today? Mm. No, on, on surface. If I said you hear, Oh my God, here's $50 million. I don't know that it would make me happier. Why? You'd be able to take care of your kids for genera- for generations mm-hmm. and generations. Like, Man, I don't come know on. You, that wouldn't make you happy? You wouldn't have to, you know, you wouldn't have to worry about mm-hmm. money anymore? I mean, you guys don't really have to worry about I money. I could give it like, all away. I would love that. that but like, think about me. when you're 30 and like, yeah, it, it's, I think it's different for people that aren't retired because we yeah. still got to worry about how we're going to pay bills. And like, yeah. I think for most of us, we'd really, we really think it would be a beneficial thing to win the lottery. Or to come across some large sum of money. But then you hear all these awful stories. Yes. I mean, more than not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, do some research on these lottery winners. And it's like miserable stories. They die. They, like, they get killed. They go bankrupt. Like, it's just. So, it's funny the things that we wish for Mm -hmm. sometimes. Because, as I can tell you from my first marriage, Mm -hmm. it's not always the best thing. (laughs) Mm Mm-mm. All right, certified fans. Hello. Thank you so much for supporting our show. Really appreciate you. Certified fans are people that donate, uh, well, contribute $6 a month to our show. And we're so thankful for you. I want to make sure we take time every show to say that. And I hope, like, honestly, does it get annoying when we talk about it? Because I want this to not be a, okay, here comes like another commercial for certified fans. (laughs) But I really want it to be a a time that like you feel appreciated if you are a certified fan, you know, Mm -hmm. truly, 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 truly. Um, You get a bunch of perks when you join us and it all, all this money goes, every dollar of certified fan money goes back to the podcast. We take no money from certified fans. Only 100% of that money goes back to the production of the podcast. So it's important. Now we did set a pretty big goal this month. We're trying to get 10 new certified fans. Mom, I don't know how to break this news to you. Um, (laughs) We did not get new fans on your birthday. Mm. I know. I was hoping. So this month we're going for, we were going for a few more because Mm. we wanted to, every September we do a bigger push for certified fans because it's my mom's birthday. And so in honor of my mom's birthday, we just, we try to go for 10 new people that will contribute and um, we're still sitting at six. So we didn't didn't get any, any new people. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this. For your birthday. Do you think though, do you think that we'll be call within our text, whatever within the next, what two days? Do you think that we'll be able to hit our goal though of 10 though? Hmm. Yes, of course. You always have to believe in your goal. (laughs) Mm-hmm. We'll manifest it. This is what yeah. we need. We'll be only yeah. be happy if we have if we have uh, ten yeah. certified fans. Then but we'll I, be happy. But I'm happy with six. I think that's terrific. No, it's but, awesome. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I I hate and the, y'all know how I do this. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than I hate setting a goal and not hitting it. It's like yes. it just feels deflating. So 
we're going to ask, you know, that if you've been thinking about it, if you'd like the show, you want to support us, you're wondering what can I do, uh, unless you want to come over here and edit audio at my house, then <laughs> you can just contribute $6 a month to our show. And we really appreciate it. It's a super simple process. It doesn't take a lot to sign up. It takes all of two seconds to sign up. Um, and it's just, uh, we, we really just, just super appreciate it if you consider it. So text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. When we have somebody new... We dedicate a whole show to them. When we don't, we go back and we spin our wheel of certified fans. because We've got uh, hundreds of certified fans all over the country mm-hmm. that support this podcast. Today, we'll go thank certified fan, certified fan number uh, 93. Ooh, another early one. This will be early on. Um, mm-hmm. But tomorrow, it could be you. How cool would that be if like, tomorrow we're like, hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. It's you. It's thank so you so much great. for supporting us. I think, I think, I think. There's still time. I still think that we can pull this off, but it's just like we can't mess around anymore because we got two, you know, we get today and tomorrow, and then that, that's that's it. So can we do four? Oh, we'll see. Until 93. Next year. Oh. Elizabeth Z is our certified fan today, by the way. Elizabeth okay. Z. Okay. And Elizabeth is all the way from, she was here, by the way, the seventh day. One mm. week later after we started certified fan, she became one. She's still a certified fan today. Perfect. Uh, she has been with us, yeah, since uh, June of 2020. Mm-hmm. You early folks, like, love you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast, man. Like, mm-hmm. I was in such a bad place. Didn't quite know mm-hmm. how to do a podcast. Didn't mm-hmm. just had all these emotions built up from my job loss. And so anyone that's been here from day one or early on, I'm always very thankful for. So mm-hmm. Elizabeth Z, certified fan of the day. Mom, let's give her a whoop whoop. Where is she from? Uh, from Chula Vista, California. Okay. Another California girl. Love her. Okay. Whoop, whoop to Elizabeth Z. Yeah. Thank you for being here for such a long time. We love that. Yep. Love you. So uh, text fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Okay. Let's do our Ask My Mom for Thursday. Love it. Actually, we're really kind of backed up right now on, on these messages. So thank you for continuing oh. to send them. Um, certified, uh, sorry, ask my mom is a advice segment that we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you ever have a dilemma that you want some motherly advice for go to certified send us a message. I just decided to always keep it anonymous. So you can put your name if you want to, but I'm just going to keep you anonymous and we will read your dilemma. My mom has been a mom now for 43 years. We'll give you some motherly advice. And then we, as your podcast fam, hop in with our perspective as well. So mom, what's happening today? Okay. Dear Mama Nancy, I am an architect working for myself for the first time in 22 years and was just commissioned for a job in London that will make me $50,000 for less than two weeks of work. It's a big opportunity. That's how it goes though? Yeah, that's awesome. That's how it is? I guess so. It sounds fabulous. I'm excited for it. It's a big opportunity as I go out out on my own. The problem is that my 10th wedding anniversary happens to be in the middle of the time I would have to be away. I cannot move the timing of the job. If I don't take it, I lose it. My wife doesn't want me to take the job because it's a special anniversary, but she's missing the bigger picture. We could use the money for an amazing anniversary vacation anywhere in the world or around the world. Plus, This is with one of my most important clients. Potentially, I could lose one of my most important clients and who knows how much in future potential earnings. I told my wife that she needs to give me some flexibility in this, 
but she says that my job always wins, and this just shows her how much she actually really means to me. Man, boo. <laughs> but all right, go ahead. What do I do? <sighs> oh, God, love you. Well, I mean, okay. Well, go ahead, Mom. Your thoughts? Well, you know, f- the first thing I thought was, is there any way she can go with you? And you all could celebrate in London. Yeah. That could be but nice. But it doesn't but, sound like that's an option. But it doesn't sound would, like that, that would, is. <laughs> I'm sure we're not the first person to think of that. Then he wouldn't have a dilemma, right? Like imagine if that we were just like, yeah, why don't you do that? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's actually really smart. And that was just the end of the story. Yes. <laughs> and you know, the other thing is we never really know what's going on in these relationships. No, I know. So we don't know if he's a workaholic. And he's but honestly, never- I was going to say, it doesn't sound good. But that last statement alone of like, you mm. always pick work over me. Yes. Like that doesn't, that's giving me a lot of red flags. Yes, absolutely. I, oh, I don't know. I, but I, oh, I can't imagine how devastating that would be to your career to not go. Um, I mean, I think you have to go. If you if you want to make a go with it on your own, and this is your best client, and oh, the potential earnings, and but then why don't you why don't you plan that vacation together before you go? Make all the arrangements, make the reservations, yeah, so that she knows you're serious about it, and then don't miss it, no matter what. Right? Don't miss it. This That's sounds wild to I me. To this sounds wild. I, 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 like, I don't know how much architects make, but fifty thousand dollars for two mm. weeks of work. Yeah, they, yeah, they do well. I mean, even I actually, I know, I know who this is. I think I know who this is, and I think they live in California. But even under California terms, fifty thousand dollars is a hell of a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's obviously, you know, he's obviously successful. Yeah, and he's going out on his own. Working, God. <laughs> now, but imagine, okay, so I'm just, I just trying to think of the whole situation. So, mm-hmm. but imagine if you had like a workaholic husband and like, would this be a strike against it? Is anybody see this as a strike? Because I'm guessing you don't just, I mean, maybe it's the first time she said something, but you've been mm-hmm. married for 10 years. I'm assuming if you're making, if you could have, if you have a job that you can make $50,000 in two weeks, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that it took you a minute to get there. Yes. Right. Yeah. So this could be a, a 10 year ongoing process. I mean, I look at like my sister, Dramaggy and John, her husband, mm-hmm. like he is a heart surgeon, but he is like early on. So he's having to do all these kind of crazy hours and like never home and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I know it gets to her. So like, I, I can like see, I can like see how that would put a weight on your relationship. Yeah. So it's $50,000. I mean, again, we just talked about how money's not everything. Right. So can we empathize with her at all in that situation? We're all, I think we're all just seeing dollar signs. We're, we haven't been in a 10-year marriage where we felt second best. Yeah. See, I that's the thing. I, we, I personally we never been. know. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. We never you know, know what, the, what the relationship is. But I'm assuming is. that's probably the issue. Mm-hmm. So is she completely out of line? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. completely out of line. Yeah. But – so what does he choose then? If if we have, let's just, let's just go. We obviously have an issue here. And if he chooses the job, then it's going to be, it's obviously a statement because she's now said how she feels. Right. So would we still recommend that he goes and, and grabs his 50 grand real quick? I honestly, I, I would, I would ask her where she wants to go 
and let her plan that and I would live up to it. Maybe that would help. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a real tough one. I would still take the $50,000. Hmm. Don't get me wrong. I would still take the $50,000. Yeah. But, but. But it's going to be detrimental to his marriage. Yeah. Doesn't want to lose his marriage. All right. 888-Kramer8. 888-Kramer8. What do you do? I mean, like, I think some of y'all can probably relate to the other side too of working with, or like, because I'm a workaholic, you know? And I know mm-hmm. for a fact that my ex-wife, I mean, it bothered her. It's I think it's one of the reasons, obviously, why we got divorced or why we mm-hmm. she at least was, you know, stepping out there at the end. Because, mm-hmm. like, I do work so much and my job is very demanding. That was before the podcast, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. she never, I don't, she never really said. I, I, what bothered her more was, like, she was always just Kramer's wife. She yeah. didn't like that. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. This is tough. 888-Kramer8. Call us. Text us. Certified fan stop on the Facebook page. And mom, that's going to do it for you today. Okay. Happy uh, 70th birthday plus one. Uh, do you have plus two days? It's the first day of my 70th well, year. Well, technically it's the second. Well, that's true. As when they're this hearing airs. this. Yes. When this airs. That's yes. true. It'll be the second day of my 70th year. Yes, ma'am. Lovely. All right. Well, I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Tell me why I get a call today from Towson, Maryland, which is the city that my skin doctor, my dermatologist is in. And <laughs> like all my doctors are in Towson. So if I get an, if I get a, a call from Towson, uh, I, I know it's probably my doctor's office. But remember I told you yesterday that my dermatologist is like, hey, we're only going to call you if something really bad is going on with this skin thing that we removed from your underarm. And so of course I see it. I'm like, Oh my God. So I answer like, hello, is this, you know, is this Steven Yancey? I'm like, yes. They're like, Hey, this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Calling from blah, blah, blah's office. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, you know, I start panicking. So they just had to change my appointment, <laughs> but like for, for four seconds, I decided I already had skin cancer and that was the end of it. It's hard being a hypochondriac, man. It is. You want some more hypochondria news? You can go listen to, Kramer and Jess uncensored this week. It's been a bad hypochondria a couple weeks for me. All right. Love, love, love you. Tomorrow we got a fun Friday show with my dad. Have a great Thursday. Hey, Kramer. Beatrice and Chula Vista. I was just uh, I'm behind an episode. I was listening to yesterday's episode in regard to um, the woman where the husband sent flowers to the co-worker because um, the father was diagnosed with cancer. I mean, literally, there's nothing wrong with that because it's a nice gesture, but I think he made it look long. Um, He made it shady because he deleted the confirmation and um, and he didn't even like communicate it with the wife. Like at least he should have at least like mentioned to her what was going on with the coworker and that he was going to order some flowers to send her just to kind of make her feel better or whatever the case is. But to kind of be shady and not even bring it up to her and then delete confirmation. Why? For what? There's nothing wrong with doing something like that. But like communicate it with your wife if you don't, if there's nothing to hide. Um, I don't know. Just thinking that's my two cents, but hopefully uh, they get it figured out. Have a great day. Love you forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.